The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast. Jake's Am I close to the microphone? Jake is doing ASMR for the crowd. The Don't do that. Oh, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, I was explaining. I was explaining earlier off off the camera audio, whatever we do. That Jake was. Uh, Jake told me a couple weeks ago to stop giving out the rules to the fuck budget, and uh, yeah. I agree. I'm going to stop. He's sick of it. I'm sick of. He's sick of. I'm sick of these the rules. rules. Uh, if you don't know the rules already, then you'll, you'll figure it out. It's well, really should, not that hard of a you game. You should record the rules separately in like a fun audio yeah. thing that you can insert so we don't have to listen to them. Here's same the same with the like uh, uh, how to find us on Facebook and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. So we you don't have to prompt me. Uh, <laughs> done with it. We're done with it. We're good, done with it. Hey, good meeting at the beginning. If you want to find us, guys. just search your name. Yeah. That's all you got to search our name. Yeah. Use the Internet. We don't use, have to tell you every time. I don't have to tell anybody to log into their Facebook. They're already, they have it on their phone. I'm glad we're coming to these conclusions. It took us five years and we're finally figuring out how to do this. Um, Shaking it up. Listen, uh, I guess we should say right off the bat, uh, we know it's a weird uh, time and there's a lot of crazy things happening in uh, the world and in our country. We just want to let everybody know we support you. We love you. And we're here. with you. We're here to be a distraction from... the chaos, and we have some distracting things to talk about, including toys tonight. Uh, joining us a little bit later, we've got some special guests from a little company called NECA. Jake, do you, are you familiar with this toy company? I don't think I've ever. Uh, is this a new toy company? They're new. They're hitting the block. Mm-hmm. And they're ready to make some toys. Uh, Randy Falk <laughs> and Trevor Zamet uh, from NECA are going to be joining us. Obviously, you know who Randy is. Uh, Trevor's one of the uh, designers of uh, of the actual toys. So. I'm um, looking forward. We're going to have them in a little bit uh, later. And, uh, man, we got a lot to cover with them. Obviously, NECA is one of the greatest toy companies, and they make the best figures. I was going to say, I hope we can control ourselves from <laughs> fawning. Yeah, and- Jake. Hey, Jake. How do I not embarrass myself? Yeah. Um, I mean, just uh, just be ready for it. How do we <laughs> Just be know cool? that it's going to happen. That's good. That's okay. good. Well, when I say embarrass myself, I mean... I, I, I tend to foam at the mouth when it when it comes to talking about these toys and like between Ninja Turtles, Back to the Future, Jaws, Alien, Gremlins. Predator, Gremlins, and Godzilla. Uh basically the worst parts of the Bible. I need to watch Armageddon. I've been thinking about Armageddon a lot lately. And uh you know, we watched Independence Day this week. Yeah. I'm all over the map, folks. But yeah. uh listen, let's check in. Abigail, how how are you doing? I'm great. Uh speaking of Independence Day, all three of us watched Resurgence this past week. Oh, we gotta talk about this. Well, you and I couldn't finish it. Jake, it was- we we've done a switch. So when Independence Day Resurgence first came out, I remember mm-hmm. enjoying it and I remember Jake being like, that was one of the worst things I've ever seen. And this week, Jake, you watched it and had a more positive reaction. I 
after 40 minutes was like, I can't watch this. You shut it off. I yeah. shut it yeah. off. What, what, I think, what was your opinion this time around? I, I didn't think it was as bad as I thought it was the first time. Um, I don't, I'm going to say this right off the top. I don't think it's a good movie at all, but um, I think the alien queen looks cool, even though I think it's the stupidest thing that she has a giant gun, like that they manufacture a giant sized alien queen gun. That's yeah. dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of it is very dumb, but I, I do think the stuff with like the original characters is pretty cool. Uh, and I think, th- I still think the aliens look cool. I think Oaken is still pretty good to watch and fun to watch. And, uh, he also says, take this man to sick bay at some point, which oh, is fuck. very funny because of data. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I I I had an enjoyable time because maybe because I already knew that it wasn't a good movie, but I was I could kind of put that aside and I was like, well, I'm just kind of watching it at this point to see the aliens mm-hmm. and just yeah. keep Had you watched like, the original recently before watching that? I I watch I watch the original Independence Day every probably few months. So. Okay, so it was fresh. Yeah, because yeah, we went to and we watched. You can't if you if yeah. you if you watch it right at it's no. That's it's how a, we did it. That's why we couldn't. You just, know what I love is the the movie opens tough. with um highlight. I love um I love when a sequel opens with highlights from the first movie. So the the <laughs> so obviously Bill Pullman's speech in the first Independence Day is incredible, and it's one of the great movie scenes of all time in my opinion mm-hmm. um i got choked up watching it last night uh, but resurgence literally opens up with like clips of that which is always you know it's kind of the thing we talked about with terminator dark fate like oh mm-hmm. you're opening up with you know a scene from i think it was jake that pointed out like you've got this linda hamilton scene from when she's you know in the in the hospital warning everybody that they're gonna have a really bad day if they don't have six million sunblock Mm -hmm. and i think jake's comment at the time was linda hamilton's acting is not as good in this movie like this is the best you're gonna get and you're setting everybody up for disappointment so i kind of got a little bit of that with uh, resurgence on that rewatch but jake the weirdest thing to me is how I think Jeff Goldblum does this thing with sequels where he decides to play the character completely different. Like he doesn't, he might not realize it's the same franchise. I don't think he, I don't think he rewatches the originals or whatever. He just reads the script and yeah, goes he's like, it. yeah, I'm just Jeff Goldblum. I'm just going to do my Jeff Goldblum. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. My sequel Goldblum, which is not quite as good. It's like lost world, like just a different person. Yeah. And actually not I thought term. his, his portrayal of David in the second independence day was reminiscent of his portrayal of Ian Malcolm in The Lost World, which was quite... It's just like, it's more like, in the first movie, I'm a character, and now I'm just Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, that's what happens. Um, cool. So we watched uh, Independence Day, and we're glad to talk about it four years later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what's weird? <laughs> Now's the time, folks. You know what's weird is it it that movie came out like a week before Answer the Call. Maybe that's why it's kind of like there was so much going on at that time. I, I didn't kind of, I didn't see it in the theater. Oh, you waited. That's interesting. I saw it like on I saw it when it came out. I, I don't remember why, just there were things happening and I think maybe there were probably some other movies. And I just didn't end up seeing it in the theater. Well, the reason we got on this Independence Day kick is last week during the eBay hang, I bought my first three Independence Day figures. I got um, 
Bill Pullman, yeah. President Whitmore, yeah. uh, and then Will Smith, and then uh, the Jeff Gold, the David. <laughs> David figure. David. Yeah. That's the figure I got. And I played Bill Pullman's speech to galvanize you to do that, which was great. I honestly think if any time in my life I need to make a big decision, I need somebody to come up behind me and play the Bill Pullman speech. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm for hire if you would like me to DJ your life and <laughs> I would. put some Nixons in. Um, so cool. So, uh, let me go to my list. Independence day chat. Check. We're mm-hmm. good on that. Um, like I said, we've got, uh, guests coming up from NECA toys. We're going to be talking to them about a lot of stuff. Uh, Jake ghostbusters Yo. plasma series. Okay. They're out. That? You have them. I got some of them. Oh, what happened? Hmm. Well, they didn't have them all. Oh, okay. What are you? Why are you acting like you know that? Are, oh, you just want me to tell the story because mm. there's other people listening. Well, here's yeah, the thing. It's uh, called the magic of even, podcasting. Even the yeah, Jay, like <laughs> even though we've talked about this three times, this I week. forget, and I'm like, why? <laughs> what you already talked about this? Uh, what what happened? So you only got three of the figures. Uh, I went to Target yesterday. Um, they yeah, they didn't have them all out. They had Winston, Peter, and uh, Dana, and they okay. had two. Uh, they had two Vankmans. Um, but so, yeah, I was only able to pick up those three. That's just that's all they had on the shelf. What uh, what's your impression of them uh, seeing them up close? They're fine. All right. Okay. <laughs> I don't think they're the greatest. I think they're cool. I like them. But to me, yeah. they to me, these and the Diamond Select and the Maddie, uh-huh. they I think all three are good. And th- it's all in kind of different ways. I don't think out of the three, any of them are like super superior to the other. They're just all pretty. They're all good. They're all good and action figures. Yeah. They, yeah. 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 They all like it's kind all of have good. the same. I'm a little more excited to see. We were talking about this earlier, but I think I'm a little more excited to get some of the other stuff. The like uh, the fright features things and yeah, the stuff like new stuff. And it's like, uh, you know, a little more stylized that like I'm, I'm ready for that stuff. Yeah. Um, we were looking, apparently somebody has gotten their hands on some of the new fright features, uh, figures and they're selling them for a very high price tag. Don't buy those. Um, I don't think those are scheduled to come out till next year. So I don't know what the deal is and how they got them, but, um, you know, everybody's been, <laughs> so let's talk about the real ghostbusters pre-order, uh, situation. Uh, okay. for, for the retro figures. So obviously everybody knew June 1st was the release date, but um, those things have been hitting stores for the last couple months, since like the middle of April. Um, so a lot of people have already been able to get their hands on them, but they started shipping kind of from, <laughs> God bless Walmart. You know, I we Jake, you got a shipping notification weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I got a shipping notification weeks ago, but now I'm starting to wonder if that was a real thing because then I did, I got a separate shipping notification for my Slimer and then the Slimer showed up by itself. And then this morning I woke up and had a shipping notification for just the Stay Puffed. So that's coming separately. So I don't know what's happening. Haven't there been issues with like packaging being damaged? Yeah. There's a lot of people getting damaged uh, figures, but but not everybody. That's going to happen. That's yeah. nobody's fault. Well, it might be Walmart's fault a little bit for just throwing them into the boxes. And I think, uh, listen, my Slimer showed up by itself as well, and uh, it was in nice condition. So I'm still waiting on the other ones, but I'm glad that stuff's shipping. And it's still exciting. Listen, it's a it's a weird time, and the movie's delayed, and we weren't even sure if stuff was going to be able to come out this year. Mm-hmm. So to be able to get our hands on it, that's uh, 
it's nice. That's nice stuff. It's a uh, nice distraction. What, uh, Abby, what, you've gotten some stuff in the mail this week. Yeah, I did, actually. Um, let's see. As part of our eBay hangout that we've been doing every Friday, I've gotten a couple things. Um, I got a C-3PO inflatable chair from episode one, which is like the shitty C-3PO where he's like translucent. You see all of his wires. It's also for kids. That's but, the good C-3PO. Uh, is it the better one? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a lot of Phantom Menace stuff there. I got my, I think it's the Thedes hanger playset, which still has the bubble wrap on it. I've got to take that off. Um, I've got some Batman Forever stuff, three boxes of Corn Pops with the Riddler and Robin, and I think Two-Face is on the other one. You expressed concern that you were going to possibly mix acci- them up, accidentally eat the old Corn Pops it became from 1995. A, a, an obsession of mine that that might happen because we had regular Corn Pops that I was also eating inside the house. I was like, well, I'm going to, but somehow I'm going to mess this up, but I didn't. Thankfully, um, I, Craig, you helped me put this inside of my detox. So they're safe. They look really good too. I'm <laughs> trying to what, think what else I got. So I spend my free time doing putting old cereal boxes in $60 detox shelves. I like that. Um, it, it appreciates the value of the item when it's behind glass. It's nice. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Everything should be, I would put anything behind glass to I make put it better. you myself. Jake, I want you behind glass. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And then we, last week we um, we did our roundtable. A uh, couple technical difficulties prevented us from doing it the exact way we wanted to. Uh, John Yerkeba was supposed to join us, but he wasn't able to get on uh, the conversation. It was but a triad more than a table. It was, but we're going to have him back uh, uh, on the show soon enough. Um, but uh, pretty good response. People seem to... You know what's interesting Jake, I was thinking that we're all pretty opinionated people. I was thinking that we would have some like hard-lined conversations and discussions around Justice League and the Snyder Cut, but it was pretty uh it was pretty kosher. I think we all kind of came to some similar conclusions, which is a little bit of apathy. Yeah, but that's because John wasn't on. I think if John wasn't on, there would have been a lot more heat. Um John, Salt. I think John would have been. Yeah, we we all saw that John had like twenty pages of notes. Dude, I know. That's why. And honestly, I, I want to like, admit, I, I, admit I, I kept him off the show because uh, of that. I mean, <laughs> I feel like at first, it, I, the movie's been out for so long, and at this point, I've just been like, "Oh, these movies all suck," and I just know that, and it's like. I can't even get too worked up about it at this point. But I think John still has it in him to be like, "This is why." You know what I mean? And it was like, by the time we got to that roundtable, I was just like, why are we talking about this movie? It's like the second hour of Batman vs. Superman. You're like, oh, why are we still doing this? Uh, I wish that John had been there, too, to bring the, the bring heat. The heat. And Here's the, the thing. These DC, hardcore DC fans, man, If you, these hardcore Batman and Superman fans, they're very opinionated one way or the other. They either absolutely love these Zack Snyder movies or they absolutely hate them. And they're like off on the internet fighting about it. And we're all like, I, it's weird because Batman's probably my favorite superhero, but I'm not a hardcore Batman fan. He just happens to be, I like the Batman movies by and large are my favorites. So, um, yeah. Check it out. We're not. I don't feel like we're doing a very good. Let, let's reframe the sales pitch here, guys. Yeah. That roundtable was literally the greatest thing we've ever did, and you <laughs> got to listen to it tonight. Yeah, it's great. There's a video on YouTube. You can watch us talk. It's awesome. There you go. Check there you it go. out. Um, cool. So, Abigail, any other uh, housekeeping things going on? No, I'm still regretting not buying the Nerf bow and arrow that I was looking at uh, during our eBay hang. Oh yeah, and. Apparently, you have an issue with me shooting you with the Nerf missiles from my Mandalorian 
arm it, it gives me anxiety to get shot and with i nerf. like it makes me laugh yeah so we need to work on that uh jake what was your your nerf situation growing up nerf yeah well growing up i didn't have much of a nerf situation it's not something i ever cared about or bought i didn't use that at all but um we did used to at the uh uh, at the tattoo shop, we used to all buy Nerf guns and we would like when whenever our tattoo shop used to be in like a two story building. Yeah, mm-hmm. we would we would all go and spend so much money on like the biggest, craziest Nerf guns. And we would have these giant Nerf wars. Yeah. See, now that sounds kind of fun. So it was that like a couple awesome. years ago. <laughs> Yeah, and they're expensive too. Like to get all the the refills and the arrows and all that. Yeah, yeah. we had like it's an investment. There's like a Nerf grenade you can throw. Like there's all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, Shit. I think um, I remember at Toy Fair when we were at the Hasbro presentation and when they did the Nerf stuff. There was a couple people in front of us that were yeah more excited. I, I think Nerf is big with like they do a lot of customizing. Is that what it is? Like they, they turn them into like steampunk weapons. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know, but I, sure. I, I did like the yeah. Nerf bow and arrow. And I told this story the other day on the eBay hang. Um, we had two Nerf bow and arrows and I traded one of them to a kid in my block for his copy of Sonic and Knuckles on Sega Genesis. And um, a lot of people told me they thought that was a good trade. Well, I think it's a good trade. I kind of had this thought parents in the nineties. I remember getting talks from my parents a lot about you're not allowed to trade the stuff we buy you. (laughs) Like if you get a present for Christmas, you're not allowed to trade it because they were afraid I was like dumb and I was going to get ripped off. Did you do any trading growing up? Honestly, I was homeschooled. uh, So there wasn't like a lot of interactions besides (laughs) with my brother who didn't have anything interesting. Uh, So no, there wasn't a lot of trading. I just traded three chicken nuggets for a hamburger. Exactly. Like we both like Ninja Turtles toys. I had My Little Pony. (laughs) He had Transformers. There wasn't like a lot of crossover. No need to trade. Jake, how were you with trades? Did you... uh, no, I'm Jake's not letting not, everybody I, else have my stuff. Why would you do dude, that? No. Jake and I don't share. No, As but a homeschooler, I'm not a sharer. Funny, funny, funny story, though. One time this kid, um, I, I had brought a Game Boy to school because I would uh, my my bus ride was kind of long. So I okay. would just play the Game Boy. And uh, this one kid was like, hey, let me hold that. No. And I was like, and I let no. him because I was young at the time. And I and I had like anxiety with saying no. And I was yeah. just like, all right. Yes, you can you can hold it for a little bit. And he was like, all right, I'll give it back to you at the end of the day. And then he Jake, didn't like ride Jake, the bus. Jake. And then it was like, oh. I was like, hey man, you gotta bring that back. And he and he didn't. And then I made my mom like take me to his house. Okay. And we like knocked on his door and I was like, hey, give it back. Yeah. Um, and he added me on Facebook this week. Did, did he ever give it back to you? I I well, I just said two <laughs> seconds ago that my mom took me to his house. Okay. Well, I didn't know if he gave it back or not. I got distracted by the Facebook ad. <laughs> I was going to say you should ask him and send him a message. Be like, hey, dude, you probably. Dude, hey, you should send him a message. But hey, man, just to let you know that Game Boy situation really fucked me up. I've been in 30 years <laughs> of psychotherapy and I'd be aware <laughs> if I were you. Yeah. Um. By the way, thinking back, how bad was Game Boy? Like that screen, it wasn't even black and white. It was like off green and dull gray. Like I could never see anything. They came out with that attachment that was like a magnifying glass with like a light. Yeah. God. 
Anyways, yeah. I'm sure I'm offending. People like Game Boy a lot. I so. like. I had a Game Boy, like the color when they had the new skins in like the late 90s. Yeah. I had a red one that I loved. I left it in Ohio on a trip, <laughs> and I was very sad. I bet Jake's friend went and got it. I bet it was. <laughs> yeah, I bet <laughs> somehow he was involved. Hey, Jake, that's a way better story than I remember my first day. So I don't know how it was for you guys, but um, our middle school and high school had the same bus. And if you think about it, that's pretty crazy to have the possibility of 11-year-old kids and 18-year-old kids intermingling. Like, that's a huge – that's like adults and children, well, basically. Life, yeah. And I'll never forget my first day of sixth grade. I sat down on the bus, and this kid who was in ninth grade sat next to me, and he was chewing tobacco, and he kept spitting it on my shoes. Ew. Dude. And I was a little – I didn't know what to do other than I was like, I guess he's my best friend now. <laughs> I guess he's my dad now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I started calling him dad. Um, yeah. That's a disgusting story. I wish it I didn't is. tell it. it I wish I didn't tell it. I once had a kid ask if he could hold my change, and I was I didn't quite understand that. I was like, oh. Did he keep it? Yeah. So you and Jake <laughs> fell for the same for the, thing. Yeah, apparently it works. You got so here, uh, before we get to our interview, here's our PSA for the week. If somebody older than you <laughs> asks you to hold something of value of yours, they're trying to steal it. Yeah. So, like, next time we go to Toy Fair... Don't give it up. ...or Dragon Con, or next time we do something that's not sitting in our house, mm-hmm. hold on to your shit. All right, cool. Well, <laughs> listen, guys, we're going to get to this interview uh, with uh, Randy from NECA, and he's going to be joined by uh, Trevor, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to them. NECA's got a lot of great stuff going on, a lot of ongoing toy lines, new releases coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh we can brag about being target ambassadors, yeah. uh, which I need to keep up with a little bit better than I have. They might know us might. because we are all ambassadors. Yeah. So. Yes. We're part of the ambassador program. I <laughs> should be on the list. Um, so we're going to get to that interview right now. Before we do, though, um, I did want to let everybody know, and this is just going to be a little quick PSA. Jake, don't get upset. If you're new to the podcast... Uh, you can find us on social media at YHS Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Been posting a lot of good stuff up there. And then, we, of course, we've got our official Facebook group. Yes, have some group therapy. Abby, you can tell them about it, but you don't have to give your spiel. Give them something new. Something new? Something new about group therapy. Uh, it's a safe space to come and share uh, your thoughts about your collections and your the toys that you want and how you are looking for them at Walmart and Target and can't get them. Um, and we'll commiserate with you. And it's a really fun, supportive group full of stand-up human beings. And we all hang out on Friday nights and do our eBay hang. And it's a great community. And I'm grateful to be a part of it. So you should join it. That was good. Cool. Good. Yeah. And uh, no came, memes. Came from the gut. Yeah, no memes or Ryan will take him down and make meme tea. He will. He will. Mm. All right. Well, everybody, stay tuned right now. The Yes Have Some podcast chat with Trevor and Randy from NECA. Here we go. On the line right now, Randy Falk and Trevor Zamet from NECA. Very excited to have them joining us. Guys, welcome to Yes Have Some podcast for your first time. Thanks for having us. <laughs> we needed like a yeah, drum yeah. roll or something. How's it going, guys? <laughs> very, welcome, very good. Y'all. Welcome, welcome. Trevor, you reached out to us the other day on Instagram. Um, I guess you had found either the page or the podcast, and we, we I guess we didn't meet yeah. at Toy Fair. It's funny. We were <laughs> we were just, we kind of lurked around the NECA booth like the entire weekend just because we're such uh, creepers. <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, 
But uh, man, I guess to start off with, I know we're in some crazy times right now. How how are you guys doing? What's the adjustment been as far as uh, workload during uh, quarantine and pandemic and all of that? Trevor, uh, you want? Well, how has it affected you? <laughs> <laughs> I work from home, so it hasn't like work for me hasn't really changed at all. And thankfully, we're still like we're as busy as we've ever been. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, I know the rest of the team is kind of scattered throughout the country. Like there's sculptors, you know, kind of all over the place. There's most of the painters are in-house like Randy's, you know, had to readjust some stuff in the studio in New Jersey. Um, but me personally, it's been pretty much the same. I just can't run out to a store if I want to buy like, paint or any supplies like styrene or anything to sculpt anything it's you know that's a little more challenging now yeah for sure i mean i think all of us are feeling that and and like it feels normal like life feels normal until you need to go do the thing that you need to do and then you realize you can't uh so you kind of get those reminders every day um randy you guys you're on the east coast you're in jersey How, how about you guys i mean i know like from what I can tell, nothing's slowing down as far as like distribution. You've got new releases coming. Um, are you guys feeling the effects though? Um, only in the sense of, uh, you know, like the social distancing and the guidelines that are in place in the state, which they're starting to loosen up a little, but the last few months it's been a challenge just because uh, anyone, you know, that doesn't have to, uh, isn't supposed to come to work. And then any of our guys uh, or employees who have children and don't have daycare, so they have to be home. So we've had to adapt and have a lot of uh, working from home. And, uh, you know, our painters particularly are, are coming in, like picking up and dropping off work a couple times a week. But the majority of their stuff's being done at home. Um, and our sculptors are kind of scattered all over. Like, you know, Trevor's in California. We have sculptors in uh Tennessee, in Oklahoma, in Kansas City, um, but we also have sculptors in New York and New Jersey, and for the most part, they have not been coming in either. They've been working from home and uh, only coming in to like drop off a completed project or pick up new work, so it's just been a bit of a um, reshuffling or, or juggling act to keep everything moving and getting it all done when we're not all under one roof, so... Logistically, it's a little bit harder because um, there's really only a, there's only two people that have been in the studio every day, like the entire time and not missed um, a single day. Um, but that's, you know, what we've had to do to to keep things going and to keep things moving at the pace we're at because um, production and manufacturing pretty much uh, caught up within a few weeks. Like China got things under control shortly after Chinese New Year. So. Um, and we have a lot of new item shipping for summer for what would have been convention season, um, you know, and then a whole bunch of stuff leading into the fall and like all the horror related stuff for the Halloween season. So, um, like Trevor said, we're busier than ever. It's just, uh, fewer people doing more work, I guess, for a little while, but we're hoping that everyone will be back in house, you know, in the coming weeks as, as the restrictions lessen and, uh, you know, life sort of gets back to normal. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned having sculptors all over. And like, I think the one thing, you know, as fans of what you guys do and like Jake, Abby and myself, we have these conversations. And the one where we always the thing we always come back to with with NECA is how the fuck are you doing this? Like from a perspective of why are the, the stuff that you guys are putting out? and have been putting out for years is so much better. It looks so much better than like your, your any horror figure you put out, whether it's, you know, Freddie or Jason or Michael Myers or whatever, or all the TMNT stuff, um, all the Godzilla Mm -hmm. stuff. It's just so much, the quality and the, the likenesses are so much better packaging, the packaging than, than any, than any other toy company. And and your price points aren't like, to me, any one of your six or seven inch action figures could be a 50 or $60 figure. And it, it, and the fact that they're not is, uh, I just, for, I just, I guess what I'm saying is thank you <laughs> as a collector. Uh, uh, so, um, I, I didn't even ask a question. I was just rambling there, but, uh, uh, I know Jake agrees. Yeah, for sure. Like we've talked about it a lot. It's 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 insane looking at the likenesses of some of these uh, figures and being like, how, I just don't understand how you can get the like. You, you know, you look at some other uh, some other companies that might have done like maybe some of the same actors, and you look at the likenesses over there, and then look at the likenesses over here, and I'm like, this is so completely. It's not. It's like not even on the same thing here. I don't understand it. Yeah. So what we're saying yeah. is we, we don't understand, but we, we appreciate it. Right. Well, I appreciate that you guys notice and, and uh, certainly recognize or can make the comparison. You know, we always do ourselves when you see stuff that other people have done, whether it's from the same film or not, or just the same talent in a different role. We look at what's out there and kind of figure out like where they went wrong or right and, and sort mm-hmm. of uh, use that as part of our you know, reference or um, a guideline of, you know, what to look at in three dimension. And I think that the other thing is that too many other companies um, rely on the facial scanning or a 3D model, like a scan of someone's face um, as the likeness. Like if they have the scan, they think that's it. And then they don't do anything else to it. Um, typically, we don't use any scans for likeness. They're almost all traditional. Um, but even in the rare case that we have used them, we have a sculptor going back in traditional sculptor going back in and really tweaking and finessing the likeness and bringing out things in it that the scan doesn't capture. And, and part of it's, um, their familiarity with the personality they're doing, but also just the experience and knowing like. It's not a caricature, right? But there's certain things you have to push a little mm-hmm. further or maybe exaggerate um, just to, to make it work as a toy. And the scale that you're at, uh, there's things that you have to sort of finesse or do that like a scanner or a computer can't do for you that pushes it over the edge and makes it look better than what everyone else, um, you know, is doing. And I think that's, that is definitely a part of it. For sure. I mean, that makes perfect sense. Um, that love and that like that extra going, time and yeah. effort, having the tools and the talent to do it, it, it definitely shows. I see what you did there. Yeah, you see that? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we get it. We get it. Um, so so I wanted to, to backtrack a little bit um, and talk about uh, Toy Fair. So, you know, when 
like we were talking, Randy, before we got started, it was our first toy fair, but you know, we've been following toy fair. We know, we know about the pixel Dan interviews and we know, <laughs> we know what the NECA booth, uh, is all about. So, uh, we made it a point. First thing we're walking to that booth. We get into toy fair. Um, when we walked in there and saw the back to the future figures and the jaws figures, I couldn't even, re- I just looked at Jake and Jake literally had his hands on his head. So, and I'm not exaggerating. So these are two properties that have been like back to the future jaws. Like we're never going to get these figures. They don't have the likeness rights. Mm-hmm. It's never going to happen. It's too complicated. So how, how did these, and maybe it's two completely different stories. Maybe they're similar, but how, um, how long were, were these uh, properties or these uh, licenses in the works and, and what kind of is the behind the scenes that goes into making something like back to the future happen when it's never happened before? Right. Um, it, the both, both situations are a little different with back to the future. It became, um, it became sort of a, a focus for the studio that they were celebrating the anniversary again. Like they did quite a bit of stuff about five years ago for the 30th. Um, but they wanted to do, you know, just as much, if not more for the 35th. And, um, we stepped up and, you know, said that we would like to be a part of it and uh, do action figures because it's never been done. We know the fan base is there. And, uh, you know, outside of what Hot Toys did around the 30th, um, which is, you know, too expensive for most people and also doesn't get really wide distribution in the U.S. or anything. There, it, there isn't much out there. In the 35-year history of it, um, the audience is pretty much starved. You have a lot of stuff about the DeLorean, but not much else. Um, so we stepped up, but it's a, it's a process, um, because the studio does not have the rights to any of the talent, as you mentioned, they never had. So, um, in order to do that, we have to make individual, um, licensing deals with, uh, Michael J. Fox or a Christopher Lloyd or, um, Tom Wilson, who's fifth, you know, and any and all that we want to do, we have to get to them, um, get them to, you know, feel comfortable and want to do it. And of course, uh, provide some sort of, uh, you know, financial compensation as well. So it's, it's involved, like besides all the creative, like uh, on our team between the sculpting and the painting and the package design, there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes on the back end in terms of licensing and lawyers and uh, um, you know, not the most exciting, but it's the most essential in order to get any of these deals to happen. So that's, that's pretty much, uh, you know, what went on all through the fall as we pursued talent. And um, in some cases, sometimes we have to start some preliminary sculpts to show them like, Hey, this is what it will look like. And we get them comfortable as you work out the, uh, the legal details. And uh, there are more figures coming um that we haven't shown um and more than likely uh some of those will be uh from other actors that are in the film um just some deals maybe took a little longer to finalize um and until everyone's you know signed off and everything's uh, all buttoned up we couldn't show or talk about any of those but the line is is more than what you've seen and we've been able to get more people on board and i think it's uh, it's going to be great. It should be out September. 
um, in time for like all the Back to the Future themed stuff they do uh, in October, you know, around the day when Marty um, travels back. Um, and we plan on continuing it into next year and refreshing it with, uh, you know, with more figures. And like I said, there'll be, there'll be uh, certainly characters that no one has seen yet, which is pretty cool. Um, and then for Jaws, it's a little bit different because there isn't like a big program or anything going on around an anniversary, but Jaws is a favorite movie of many of us in the studio. And it, again, it's one that's never had any uh, toys with likeness at all. Um, so we spent, again, the same team of people spent a lot of time tracking down in the case of Roy Scheider and uh, Robert Shaw, um, their estate. So their heirs, basically, whether it's a son, a grandson, a granddaughter, whoever is in charge of their likeness um, and carrying on their legacy, we had to uh, find who that was, get to that person, and then, um, you know, make a, a deal with them uh, to use their, uh, you know, to use their license, likeness in, in creating uh, the action figures. So fortunately, we're able to do that. And uh, they've been really supportive and they really like the sculpts that we've done, um, which is great. And uh, I think we're going to do more from Jaws uh, next year. So hopefully if there's a toy fair in February, uh, you'll see a whole bunch of more Jaws stuff again. So Hell yes. We appreciate you guys doing the legwork on that stuff. Yeah. For real. We're big jaws. Because we don't know how. Yeah, we have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm calling, uh, uh, you know, Robert Shaw's uh, son. I'm like, hi, I have a proposal. I have no ties to NECA, but I think that you guys should make this happen. Um, yeah. I mean, Jake, you're one of the biggest Jaws fans I know. You've got a giant collection. I know that uh, uh, you uh, you were quite impressed and taken aback once we, we saw those figures on display. Um so I think it's funny though. Cause I know you guys had mentioned on Twitter that, uh, uh, the Hooper figure wasn't going to happen because of, uh, of Dreyfus. Mm. Uh, and, uh, we've all met Richard Dreyfus. And I think a lot of that, so. de- it depends on the day with him. <laughs> he goes back. We, he does a lot of conventions. And the last time we met him, uh, he, him and his wife were arguing over uh, whether or not it was time for him to eat his sandwich. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, there's, there's some funny stuff there. Um, so listen, so you we guys never, got- uh, we, I never got to, to meet him. And to, to be fair, uh, just so people know, like I've never uh, spoken to him directly, even many cases, uh, certainly with Dreyfus, since he is, you know, still alive and with us, we're going through uh, agents or managers in this case. And sometimes you don't know if the talent ever sees the deal or knows about what you're trying to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, sometimes the agents and the managers have their own agenda or are there to protect their client and do their job. So you don't even know, but yet yeah, Dreyfus is still a no. Um, he's not in the line, but we're looking at other stuff, uh, other formats and other um, figure forms that we can do next year beyond what we, you know, are doing this year. And of course we are working on this massive, uh, <clears throat> about 30 inch uh, Bruce the Shark. So there's a bunch, oh, of, uh, bunch of cool stuff in all this. Yeah, I think that's yeah. that's what I was going to ask because uh, we, whoever we had talked to at Toy Fair, we had talked to some of the reps. They had mentioned that Bruce was uh, hopefully going to be coming, so that that's really great to hear. Um, I think people are going to be very excited about that. Um, so, yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Ninja Turtles because um, you guys have, you know, starting. I guess it's been 
two or three years now since well you did the the uh animated style figures and then the movie figures and now obviously everybody knows what's happened since then so i mean talk about a line that has taken off has unlimited potential and is just like you guys were right on the brink of like when we again going back to toy fair when we walked in and it was like oh my god super shredder oh my god toka reza oh my like it's so overwhelming and then it's like how long do we have to wait okay june july let's do it let's let's make it happen so what um what's next in that line as far as as releases and where are people going to be able to uh, track that stuff down um, Trevor, you want to handle what's about to come out? Because I sent you some samples the other day that, that are uh, on their way to stores. Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, Wave 3 for the cartoon series is about to hit Target. And that's like Casey Jones with like a hacked up, we're calling him the slashed foot soldier. He's like, his torso split in half. Right. There's April with another battle damaged foot soldier. Um, and then Leatherhead and the cartoon version of Slash. And uh, they're all really cool. Like Leatherhead is just like massive. Like he was on the show. He's like, you know, bigger than Shredder and Bebop and Roxette. He's like a massive figure. And Slash is super cartoon accurate. It's like, a lot of people forget what Slash looked like on the show because he's only in like two or three episodes. You know, it's really goofy and weird looking. And, um, you know, we got to do cartoon Casey Jones and cartoon April. And um, they're all really cool. They're, yeah, they're going to be shipping soon and, and in Target and probably like a couple weeks or a month maybe. Right, Randy? Yeah, I think... Uh... April and uh, the April pack and the leather head pack uh, ships first. So they should show up the last week of June and probably um, the Casey pack the week after. Um, and also right in that mix is uh, our first um, deluxe uh, ultimate figure in um, the cartoon line. And that is uh, Metalhead. Yeah, and so, the packaging alone on Metalhead is like worth the price of admission. Like I I mean that that is what like putting together this line like even if you're a vintage like sometimes with these toy lines like you know it, sometimes it's a tease because maybe two or three figures comes out and and that's it and that's all that happens and you're you have it but like knowing that you guys are like diving into these like characters that because obviously like the original, the original playmates line is so extensive. So there's, there's a lot that can be done. And obviously the, the show ran for whatever, 10 seasons. So there's like this, this wealth of uh, characters to pull from, but you need, you need that, but you also need like hardcore collectors who are going to be willing to like, you can't just dive into like B side characters on any line. So Mm -hmm. the fact that you have the ability to do that with turtles is just like kind of unreal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, we didn't before only like years ago. We could only do like one release a year because our license was so restrictive to conventions only, and that was it. So we had like one chance to play the whole year long, and you know, at that point, it was like, okay, one year's the turtles, and then the next year, shredder in the foot, and we couldn't grow the line. 
um, because we weren't able to sell it, you know, at retail. And that was a frustration because we were building a big following and the collectors really loved what we were doing. It was the first time their needs were really being serviced where someone stepped up and did the figures, you know, the right way. Um, But thankfully, over the years, the licensing restrictions have opened up some and uh, we're able to do a heck of a lot more. And then the programs we've done at Target uh, and prior to Target at GameStop with the movie Turtles, like uh, everything has been super successful, um, which has allowed us to do a whole lot more. Like a few years, Trevor's worked on the line with me really not since the beginning. The beginning was the Mirage Turtles, which we did many, many years ago. But ever since we started doing cartoon and movie, Trevor's been there the whole time and he knows we the ideas and the desire to do more was always there, but our hands were tied. And now to like see it grow and uh, see that we're at like somewhere, I don't know, between 35 or 40 cartoon figures, maybe by the end of this year. And, um, you know, to see that we have three different lines running right now at simultaneously at different destinations with the 1990 movie stuff at Walmart, the cartoon at Target, and then the Turtles in Time video game line at Specialty. So a couple of years ago, we couldn't even fathom that we'd ever be in this position where we have three different turtle lines at actual retail where people can go to the store or, um, you know, or buy them online or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been a freaking blast. Um, yeah. Well, really and, and the, well, I was just going to say the thing is, is like, you're building like, a, like it's funny when you're a company that's putting out a product and you can develop a fan base because at the end of the day, you guys, are trying to put out products that people want so everybody can make money and have a job and, and all of that stuff. But like, I'm, we're loyal fans. Like when the loot crate stuff started, it's like no questions asked, boom, buying it. Okay. You're doing three more boom, buying it because it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you know what the quality is going to be. And you know, like it's very important to also support the, the, like there's, Hey, this, we're all ambassadors. Yeah, we're all, target. we're all target <laughs> ambassadors. Okay. Okay. I'll let you guys know. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, Abby wanted to make sure we We're brought that proud. up. We're proud. You might know us already. <laughs> um, but but there's this weird thing that – this is where we butt heads with – you know, we, we've kind of built a community around our podcast of uh, a little bit more positivity in collecting and staying away from – like, you know, obviously you guys probably see it all the time. Entitlement. Yeah, and it's weird. Like uh, I was laughing because Jake called me the other day. He was like, hey, there's still two Bebop and Rocksteadies at my Target. And I was like, see, they're out there. You just have to – you just got to do it. You got to get out there. Um, but we're loyal to, to, because we want, we want the, the brand to succeed and we want more. Like if you, it's like, if you thought the first 40 turtles were great, like we want to see that second 40. We know that like you have to kind of get behind it and rally behind it and, and be as positive as you can. Uh, Cause not everybody's going to get everything they want all the time, but you guys are like going the extra mile and Trevor, the fact that you're working on these figures and, and could could you just talk a little bit more about like what your day to day is and like when it comes to like from concept to, to design, like what, you know, what that looks like to, to yeah. people like us who have no idea. It's, um, it, I, I don't know. It's, I guess it's maybe what you think it is. Like I, I got up in the morning, you know, have some coffee, read a few like emails and it's like, I heat up, I have a, a thing of clay, you heat it up and I just start watching. I'm either watching the, the turtles cartoon, you know, whatever 
episode we're focusing on like you know we're, we're making this character or that character some and basically i'm just watching the turtles cartoon or the movie or i'm watching like walkthroughs of the video game and just like taking notes and okay this would make a good accessory like here's a good you know this would be a good figure um but every day is it's just like you know i just watch i get paid to like watch cartoons and movies and just sculpt these toys <laughs> you know that's, oh, so, that's, it's, so it's way better than i even thought <laughs> yeah i was like replace the clay with i mean that's food. like that's, that's what awesome. it is we just make toys right yeah. so talk about yeah, the clay just, again <laughs> and then we'll get samples in from china so you like you know we'll get test shots and and the um you know like the deco samples so those come in you unbox those review them make notes make comments you know send the stuff back and yeah, it's just it's like playing with toys and then sculpting new toys to go with the old toys and watching cartoons all day. That's, that's great. That's yeah. kind of it. That's right. badass. I love that. Um, yeah. So um, we're gonna wind down here. I know you guys got some commitments. Um, as as stuff uh, you know comes out, we get down the line, maybe closer to Toy Fair next year. We'll definitely want to have you guys back on to you know when it's it. The reveal, like a lot of times, I know people want the teases and the the big news, but like the reveals are everything. Like yeah. you guys going into Toy Fair this year, there was no like hint. Like there's a rumor that Back to the Future is coming. Like we, it was just like boom, there it is. Let's all react at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, the Back to the Future animated figures and like that Delorean, like <laughs> that stuff, I never even knew I wanted. Right. And that's the trick with collectors. Like give them the stuff they didn't even ever think about it. Uh, and, uh, you'll win us over. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick though, uh, just, so we do a thing on the podcast we call the fuck budget. And what that is, is we uh, bring up topics and then we all talk about how much of a fuck we give or don't give about those things. So, uh, uh I know you guys probably get asked all the time what your dream toy lines would be, but we're not going to do that. We're going to tell you our dream toy lines and you have to tell us whether <laughs> or not how many fucks you give. How, how much you <laughs> how many fucks you give about ever participating in that. And we we don't have to be too detailed, no. but uh Abby, you want to do this rundown for Randy so, and yeah, Trevor? Yeah, you get 10 fucks, so just be mindful of that. Um the first one, let me know how many fucks you give about a toy line for Twister. Zero uh, fucks. Wait, we, I hope we're not putting you guys too much on the spot here. Uh, uh, Trevor, you Twister fan? Uh, I wouldn't probably give too many fucks about that one, I guess. <laughs> okay. You can give zero fucks, <laughs> yeah. proudly. What about uh, Independence Day? Definitely zero for me. Despise it. Oh, okay. I feel like that's like a whole other conf- like a whole yeah. other podcast. I love that. Um, okay, Trevor, I, I guess, uh, no Independence Day love from you mm-hmm. either. It, it's, yeah, it's not high on the list, I don't think. All right, all right. Only got two more here. Demolition Man. Uh, it would be fun. Maybe somewhere in the middle. A four or five, just because it's so goofy that it's fun. And, uh, you know, you can't get stolen and it would be fun. Okay. Uh, I think those were the, the only three we really came up with. Um, the thing is, is you guys are basically like all the good stuff's taken. Like you already do alien and predator and, uh, you know, everything else. And, uh, by the way, I loved the Rocky figures you guys did too. Um, so you guys, uh, you guys are absolutely killing it. What, um, you know, any other teases or things, information you wanted to get out there, but before we, uh, wrap up, uh, I know San Diego comic Con's not happening. Do you guys have any, uh, announcements coming up about exclusives? 
Yeah, we, we do. Uh, there are still, uh, the exclusives are still happening. So we have uh, four exclusives, but they will um, obviously not be at the convention. So since there is no convention. They will be um, uh, with two different retail partners and online. So we are not revealing normally around this time we've already started talking and showing a little bit but um we're timing the release uh around when san diego would have taken place so in that uh, early to mid july range and so we're not really um revealing what they are until they're closer to being on shelf because we really want to um just surprise the hell out of people like wait you know like we did at toy fair basically um, and say, hey, go get this at Target or go get this at uh, Walmart, or you can order it online right now and, uh, um, you know, just really blow it up that way with that call to action as soon as they're available. Um, so, yeah, four exclusives are coming, um, Alien, Predator, Gremlins, and Turtles all have uh, some pretty cool exclusives this year. The Turtles is probably my favorite one it might be my favorite turtles exclusive we've ever done um (laughs) i brought it home today to share with my family even because i finally have uh a complete set because there's some extra like uh peripheral items that sort of tie into what this thing is and uh, i was just so elated by how it turned out and all the little like bonuses that tie into it that I wanted to come home and like, you know, share that with the, the family. That's how, uh, that's how much I like this thing. So I, <laughs> I, I can't tease what it is. I love that. It's like my dad came home with like a golden retriever. I wish he had NECA exclusives. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's really great. Um, well, we're excited about, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a good tease. I mean, not that we weren't excited already, but that's, that's very, yeah. very cool. Um, and cool. And Trevor, what, uh, what, like what's on your desk? Uh, if you can talk about it, what, what are you working on, uh, this week? Uh, and if you can't talk about it, that's okay. Uh, but, uh, no, yeah, there's a, it's a bunch of turtle stuff on my desk. Um, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's there's, great. And I'll, I'll, I, it, there's, there's a little bit of everything. Like Randy said, like there's some cartoon stuff sitting on my desk. There's a video game thing. There's a movie thing. They're all in various stages of, uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. Just send us a yeah, picture. Yeah. yeah, a little bit of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you take a picture, send it to us, and we'll let you know uh, what we think. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so listen, guys, we're excited. Uh, we we love what you do, and uh, more than anything, we appreciate it. As as fans of these properties and collectors, um, you know, we we could spend hours going into uh, Jake's Gremlins collection or or my Turtles collection and uh, or Godzilla. Like we we've got it all. Um, we won't bring up Independence Day anymore. Yep. I'm never watching it again. <laughs> uh, because they said, because Randy said no. No. And uh, no, we, we just appreciate your time and we know you guys are busy. So um, we, we, you know. Yeah, thanks for talking to us, guys. We can't, appreciate can't it. Can't thank you enough. Yeah, no, it's not a problem, especially with no conventions out there. It's like this is the only way to interact. And even with all the reveals we have planned for San Diego, we'll probably have to do some sort of, you know, virtual Comic Con or, or, or some online stuff on, you know, Instagram Live. And, uh, Facebook live and, and things like that, just to, um, 
do some Q&A type of stuff and reveal some of the things that we've had because we're losing that uh, ability to be face-to-face and, um, you know, have that impact of uh, all the press being there and, and fans lining up to buy the exclusives and all that kind of stuff we're, you know, uh, unfortunately doing without this year. So we have to do it in some other way. So stuff like this or, uh, you know, any of the press or uh, Trevor just did one with uh, um, toy shoes, like, Stuff like that just helps, uh, you know, let people know, like, we're, you know, we're still plugging along. We're doing a lot of, uh, you know, new work. It's going to be cool stuff to buy. And while the world seems to keep going from bad to worse, um, at least you can distract yourself or forget about how effed up everything is for a little while when you have, you know, a new or fun toy in your hand. It makes everything a little less painful, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a hard, like, yeah. that's that's kind of our motto. Like, if we talk about stress a lot, and it's like, you're stressed, buy a toy. I'm going to go buy a toy because... Uh, yeah, our Facebook group is called Group Therapy because <laughs> we talk about all the toys that we collect and how it helps us. So, yeah, yeah it's very true. It's good stuff. Um, and, uh, yeah, well, and, you know, we, we've been doing it the last couple of years. We know about the online. I think we were out in uh, L.A. last year for uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest, which was a, a big anniversary convention for Ghostbusters. Um, and we, we left our hotel and then literally ran back to get on the Wi-Fi because the NECA sale was about to happen. So uh, we, we know we know the drill. We're excited. Um, well, listen, Randy, Trevor, thank you guys so much for hanging out. We'll, we'll have you back on the show anytime. And uh, obviously everybody knows what you guys are doing. So uh, keep, keep up the amazing work and we uh, can't thank you enough. Thanks, y'all. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking out that interview. Thanks to NECA for everything. I'm so excited about uh, all, all the stuff they've got coming out. and uh, But you know that. Yeah. <laughs> They're our bread and butter. We have entire episodes devoted to how much we love NECA. So. We do. It's not. We don't have to fake. It's not like. Go if, back in the archives. It's all there. Like if, if, for instance, let's say Jake Todd McFarlane was on the show. We'd, we'd have to fake yeah. it pretty bad. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. If, if I was like. So let's let's pretend Todd McFarlane's on the show. And I go, man, Todd, thank you so much for doing this. Jake. What? Tell me about the first time you <laughs> saw Spawn and how much you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I saw Spawn, you know, I just had no idea what I was watching or looking at, and uh, I still kind of don't. And uh, <laughs> hey, thanks for making that Jaws diorama though, because that's the only far yeah. uh, thing I've ever paid for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have one of those or two of those? Well, two, duh. Oh, one just in case. Did he do the? Did McFarland do the Lost figures? I'm gonna look it up right now. I think so because they kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're Shannon fine. They're fine. Down. They're fine. They're fine. Um, I actually think McFarland, the Batman stuff McFarland's been doing has been been really great. Um, There's been some good stuff. Been sure. some good stuff, but I mean that any any time like older stuff like my. <laughs> I've talked about it on the show before, but late '90s collectible action figures are not—they're not great. It's, it's tough. Have you guys heard about? You know, Paul Feig has a Spawn figure collection. Like he bought all the Spawn figures in the '90s. Like like everybody else, like he's gonna be worth so much. I love Spawn. Okay, I'm waiting for the Paul Feig answer the call reboot of Spawn. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Why didn't he bring that back? <laughs> Maybe that was where his passion was. You know, in watching Melissa McCarthy and Kristen Wiig, I just noticed it had a spawn feeling to me. Um, Cool. 
So anyways, that was fun. Uh, glad that they were on and uh, glad uh, we'll have them back because uh, obviously with uh, the Back to the Future line starting and TMNT ongoing. Um, oh, Jake. Well, we won't go there right now because I'm not 100% sure if we brought it up in the interview or not. Yeah, we don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of movie making. Yes. Um, cool. Any final thoughts before we sign off tonight, guys? This was great. I'm glad we could sit down and have a good conversation. It's it's taken my mind off things, and it's been really nice and positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How about how about you, Jake? Did you get that Game Boy back yet? <laughs> I got Give it. Me, what's that guy's name? On I'm gonna find him on Facebook. I'm gonna cyberbully him. I believe he's. Well, I don't know his name, but his dad is uh, Doctor Wario. Oh, Doctor James <laughs> Wario. <laughs> <laughs> um. Dr. Mario is not a good game. It's such a Tetris ripoff. Take yeah. that to the bank and cash The music's it. really good, though. The music's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, everybody. Well, listen, we'll uh, be catching up next week. Um, still trying to figure out what's going on for uh, Ghostbusters Day. Um, obviously, that is uh, scheduled to be next week. Um, we didn't really touch on the. I guess we should touch on this. There is going to be a Josh Gad uh reunion they're doing a ghostbusters reunion they've done it with back to the future and lord of the rings i am very excited about that Mm -hmm. um he launched that show right when uh uh the pandemic kind of quarantine started and i don't know if you jake did you watch the back to the future one that he did no it is very good so they had the entire back to the future cast um besides crispin glover and uh yeah they they like they talked about the movie they reenacted scenes which was really cool. I hope okay. they do that with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, I want to see Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd reenacting. Uh, oh, God, I want to see that. I hope yeah. they do it. Um, so listen, uh, that that's going to be hopefully next week. Yeah, I'm pumped because it got kind of emotional at one point. I watched the Lord of the Rings reunion, and I feel like anything can kind of happen. So it'd be really it cool. also is people love it. Like the Back to the Future one has over 2 million views on YouTube. So I think in light of uh, the fact that obviously Ghostbusters Afterlife is not going to be coming out till next March. I think this is a really good way to kind of keep it in. Obviously it's always going to be on our minds, but in the public eye, public consciousness. Um, They did a Goonies reunion too. I I wasn't, I'm not a big Goonies person. People seem to get upset about that. I don't know. I don't know why people find that to be blasphemous is Goonies. Jake Goonies over. It's overrated, right? It's overrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm lukewarm on Goonies. It's like, whatever. All right. Well, as long as we know, and uh uh yeah so we'll we'll be staying tuned to that and uh as soon as that does air uh whether it's next week or the week after or when it, whenever it comes on uh, it's scheduled for June 8th but uh if it is pushed back for any reason we will uh we will watch it when it comes on it'll be great mm-hmm. it'll be great maybe mm-hmm. they'll have Crispin Glover on the Ghostbusters one <laughs> that'll be good <laughs> um Okay, cool. Well, listen, everybody, thank you so much for joining us. Have some podcasts. We will see you next week. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay woke. Stay and stay away from that guy on Jake's bus and the guy on my bus and Abby's brother because they're yeah. all going to rip you off. Yeah, and Craig's stepbrother. Definitely stay, <laughs> Definitely away, from stay away from him. All right, everybody. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Bye, y'all. Bye.